When I was in college seminary, we had the annual tradition of a flag football game between the college students and the theologians. And the theologians had won the game for like seven years in a row. So the college, I was in the college at the time, and so we were trying to overcome this losing streak, this seven-year losing streak. And we thought, well, this is a year. You know, and so we practice, and we get to the game, and you know, it was a pretty low-scoring game. I think it was, it was tied like 12-12 with like two minutes, two or three minutes to go in the fourth, fourth quarter, and we're kind of losing hope, but we held the theologians. They had to punt it to us, and, and so we got the ball back with about you know, two or three minutes remaining, and, but we had, you know, 50 yards to go to get a touchdown. And so most of us were anxious. We're like, oh, we're going to lose again. We'll probably go into overtime and they'll probably beat us. And, you know, we got to hurry up so we can get to get a score. And so we're all anxious. You know, we're trying to rush, trying to hurry up. But then the quarterback, and he happened to play some, he was actually played college football before he went to the seminary. And he gathered us up in the huddle and just said, okay, guys, just calm down. We got this. There's plenty of time. We only got this far to go. You know, we get a couple good plays and we'll be right there in scoring position. And just by him coming in there, just kind of reassuring us, calming us down, saying we got plenty of time. We can do this. We're going to win this. You know, the whole team did just that. We calmed down. We relaxed. And... Um, we ended up marching down the, down the field and we scored and we end up winning the game. And, and so I bring that story up because it's, I think it's kind of connect that to our gospel and even our first reading. You kind of have to know the background of Elijah. And so Elijah came to this cave where he took shelter. Well, Elijah was actually running from Queen Jezebel because Elijah had just slaughtered the about 450 prophets of Baal, and Queen Jezebel wasn't very happy, and so she was sending the army after him to kill him. So Elijah's running away from this. You know, it feels like uh, he's out of hope and just getting out of town. And so he ends up at this mountain, and he's sitting in that cave, and then there's a great um, wind that comes by and crushing rocks, an earthquake and fire. But in none of those was the Lord. And then came this whispering sound. And then he heard this and he knew that was the Lord. So he went to the entrance of the cave to find out what, his, what the Lord had to tell him. And the Lord actually told him, told him you need to go back and continue to tell the people to repent, something he didn't want to do. And then in our gospel, we hear about the disciples. Uh, they're out on the water. The wind picks up. The waves are crashing over their boat. They're, they're scared of that in the first thing, but then they see this image walking across the water, and they think it's a ghost. And Jesus, uh, as we heard, says, do not be afraid, it is I. And Peter, in this moment of faith, 
says, well, if it's you, Lord, tell me to come out to the water to you. And, and Jesus does. Jesus says, come to me. And so Peter gets out of the boat and he's walking on the water. And so long as he's focused on Jesus, he continues to walk on the water. But then the storm, the wind, the waves, everything that's going on around him takes his attention away from Jesus and he begins to sink. And the Lord reaches out his hand, or actually Peter says, Lord, save me. And Jesus reaches out his hand and does save him. And so going back to my story with the football game, you know, the quarterback, I kind of imagine him, make him like, like Jesus. You know, we're in this storm, our team is in this storm, ultimately we're, we're anxious, you know, we're kind of downhearted, oh, we're going to lose again. But then the quarterback comes in and says, it'll be all right, we got plenty of time, we'll do this. And that's what Jesus does with Peter. You know, he walks in the disciples, he walks out on the water, and uh, he ultimately, even though the storm continues to go on around him, so long as the disciples are focused on him, you know, everything is okay. And that's the same with, with Elijah. You know, Elijah is running from danger, and yet in this whispering sound, he hears the Lord, and the Lord tells him to go, go back. And so the troubles of life aren't over. The Lord doesn't take them away. The storm's still going on. Queen Jezebel still wants to kill Elijah, but yet now he has the confidence of the Lord. The Lord is speaking to him. And Peter, uh, the Lord is with him, reaches out and grabs his arm. And so that's what Jesus does for all of us. Whatever is going on in our life, if things seem to be falling apart, if there is a storm in our life, the storm may continue to be going on, but yet if we reach out to Jesus, and ultimately we do that by just letting Him know what's going on, sharing what we're thinking, uh, what we're feeling, what, we're, what we desire, sharing that with Him, relating it to Him, uh, He's in that. He may not take the storm away, but he gives us that refuge, a sense of, of calm, um, a sense of uh, courage and hopefulness. And all we have to do is, is reach out to him. And I always I kind of think of another story about EMTs or firefighters who are going into a, a, a collision or an emergency situation. You know, whoever's in that, there might be people running around frantically you know, especially if it's family or friends, not knowing what to do. But these EMTs, firefighters, doctors, nurses, they go in there with a sense of calm. They might have all this anxiety going on inside, but yet they have this sense of calm. They know what they need to do, and they're able to remain calm, part of it because of training and getting used to it, and they're able to remain calm um, to you know, deal with the situation and even to calm the family members or friends down that might be frantically around. And that's exactly what, what Jesus does for us, you know, in those times of crisis, in the times of storms in our life. Um, that gives us that sense of calm, as I mentioned before, a confidence in, 
and hope in Him. And so when we recognize that we're a little bit anxious, when the storms of life are kind of falling in on us, you know, reach out to the Lord. You know, like Peter, Lord, save me. Share, you know, what you're going through. Let Him know your thoughts and your feelings and desires and allow Him into that, knowing that it may not go away, but yet we can have that peace of mind knowing that the Lord is with us and that He will save us.